Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are continuing to receive a lot of requests for the message that was given that reported back on the events that took place on June the 26th in Phoenix. And people are asking, well, if you have missed it, go to this address. It's a longer message. If you don't have time, you might have to watch it in a couple of shots. But allow the Holy Spirit to be with you. Often when we've been talking about the Holy Spirit in this series, Living the Holy Spirit Powered Life, is that sometimes when we come before God, we need to come before God with that sense that, Lord, I'm open to what you would say to me. And then the next step, I'm open to how you would lead me. And I would encourage you as you listen to this message, this report back from what took place at Phoenix, that that is the only way you can listen to a message like this. I think it's the reason so many of people have written to me and said how emotional they have felt and how much they've felt the presence of God as they've listened to it. But it's interesting when we, when we are walking with the Holy Spirit and we're walking with God, is that in a sense we have to step into the Spirit. We have to, it, it's a step. I wish I could walk towards you, it, but I've got a table here. It is, a, it is a, a, we walk into the Holy Spirit. It's an attitude of now I am more available. We know that God is present everywhere. He always is. But sometimes our minds are not in that place of being present. And so we step into it. And so when we listen to a message like what happened in Phoenix, it's a stepping into the Holy Spirit. And we, and we, and we say to God, God, I'm open here in this place. For you to speak to me. I know people are watching it a second time in order to have that sense of the presence of God with people. To all of you, to all of you uh, from places around the world who are commenting, uh, I pray it is an abundant blessing to you. I want to look at the passages of scripture as we go to our daily devotional today. Keep in mind what's our daily devotional? It's about our prayer life. That's about our prayer life. It's about our encounter with God. I want to go back and I want to read the scriptures again that from, from Acts chapter 20, verse 22 and 23, that we've looked at the last two days. These two verses are so full of life for us, and this should very deeply affect uh, your prayer life. So let's go again, and we're going to read, read from the New Revised Standard Version. I've printed them out here. And it says, And now, as a captive to the Spirit, I'm on my way, not knowing what will happen to me, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city, that imprisonment are awaiting me. Justin, if you would just highlight for me, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. In the NIV. And now compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem. Right? Just highlight that for me. I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I know only that in every city that the Holy Spirit warns me that uh, prison and hardship are facing me. In the ESV, it says this, And now, behold, I'm going to Jerusalem. Again, I'm going to Jerusalem. Highlight that. Constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to, to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. And then the New Jerusalem Bible. And now you see that I'm on my way. Highlight that, on my way. In captivity to the Spirit. I have no idea what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit in town after town has made it clear to me that imprisonment and persecutions have come. So here is Paul, and Paul is writing and he's saying, I'm on my way. He said, he's, no, sorry, he starts by saying, he said, I'm captive, I'm compelled, I have to, I sense that this is what I'm meant to do. And what he says is, I'm on my way. 
I'm on my way, I'm going too. And so he's heading in the particular direction that he feels convicted of. Now, what I didn't say is, is that the next line says, that where it says, not knowing what will happen. And in the New Revised Standard Version, in the NIV, it says, not knowing what will happen to me. In the ESV, not knowing what will happen to me. And in the New Jerusalem, he says, I have no idea what will happen to me there. In other words, what, what he's saying consistently is, I, I, I'm captive, I must do this, I feel compelled, I'm going to Jerusalem, I'm not sure what's going to happen to me there. In other words, what he's doing is he's giving us a display that as we walk in the Holy Spirit, so often we've got to walk in the direction of our conviction. We've got to walk in the direction of what we sense God calling us to. But as we walk, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Now, some people would come along and say, listen, you've got to be planned and you've got to be, you know, you've got to be organized and it takes common sense and, and you know, and it's responsible to know uh, the things that you're deciding to do. And all of that is very true. But all of that, in a sense, gets trumped by this thought that, that, that I've got to be able to walk in the direction of what God is calling me to. So I walk not knowing. It's the starting of this ministry, isn't it? It's me traveling to some of the cities that I have recently. I've had a sense that I, I, I feel compelled. I must go. I don't know what's going to happen there. Now, in our own lives, in our businesses, in our family life, in our relationships, in the things that we give our time to, we are called to live that way. Sometimes we have to stop and say, I'm not going to go that way. Sometimes I am going to go that way. I was sitting in front of the television the other night and something came on the screen and immediately in my spirit I felt like, and it was a commercial. And I thought, I don't need to be in the presence of this commercial. And I said to Rosemary, who happened to be in the room with me, can you change the channel? And she said, why? I said, I, I just sense this is, not a, this is not a commercial I need to be in the presence of. It's interesting when I'm looking sometimes through social media and other things and something comes up on your screen and I often have that thought, I don't need to look at that. Or you're watching the news and, and, it, and it's just gossip news about someone doing something, someone making a mistake, someone's tragedy. Lots of people make mistakes and, and the media feeds it to us like fodder. Well, I don't need to see a person who's made a mistake or I don't need to see someone who has, has done something wrong. And, 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 and I think the spiritual person stops and goes, I don't need to do that because it's just gossip. And, and the reality is we're all making mistakes like that. I sat with a business guy the other day who said to me, uh, he, he was present for the recording of the message about going to Phoenix and he sat and talked with me for a few minutes afterwards and he said, he said, you know, he said, I, I, I work with business people, CEOs and owners of companies of big and you know, multi, multi-billion dollar companies. And he said, he, said, he said, everybody is going through trouble everyone in their personal lives. And he said, some may make money and give the appearance of having it all together, but in their personal lives. And so, and, and so why do I share that? He said, there's trouble. Why do I share that is this, is that as we're captives of the spirit, I'm called to go in this way. I don't know what the response will be. And you can stop and say, well, why did you change the channel? I don't know, I just sensed I should. Why didn't you read that article in the news that was talking about someone, some some piece of gossip about what's because I didn't I felt the spirit said that I shouldn't 
We're meant to take the Spirit from out here, the Holy Spirit out there, and apply it into our lives. It's meant to be practical. It's meant to be real. And as we begin to live that way, it's interesting how we grow in holiness to be more like what God is calling us to be. This is a couple of verses that are just so phenomenally powerful, and I'd, I'd encourage you just to reflect on them. And it's also the kind of couple of verses that you'd write onto a little card, put in your purse, put in your pocket, put on your computer, put somewhere on your dash of your car and memorize it. Because then in the future, the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your memory. Begin to store, the scripture says, store the word of God in the secret place in our heart. And the Lord will bring this back to you at the time you need it. Memorize it, memorize it. And you'll be surprised how much this will bless you. Uh, loving God, we thank you that it's not my words that bless us, but your Holy Spirit and, your, and the scriptures, the word of God that blesses us. Lord, allow us to be people that are compelled to go in a direction in our life, in the way we live, think and act. And Lord, even though at times we don't know why, allow us to be convicted by you. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. If you want to go and watch the Phoenix message, which I strongly would encourage you to do, and then you can comment uh, underneath or send us an email. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'm really grateful for all of your prayers. And uh, you truly move me. Uh, sorry, I just banged the microphone. You truly move me uh, by your love and your support. And I'm grateful. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God's never ever far from you.